welcome to the most wonderful time of the year, Oktoberfest 2020. And we're back. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I am Big Dave. And we are here in somewhere in the middle of Oktoberfest 2020, having a great time. And today, this evening, whenever it is, hopefully you're, you're listening to this... Uh, uh, at midnight, uh, you know, in front of a, a, a bonfire or maybe, you know, with candles and, and whatever it is with the lights turned down low because we're going to be talking about urban legends, not the movie. <laughs> we always do that. We, we'll get these subjects and I'll have to put not the movie afterwards. Because <laughs> it's like, although I do like the movie Urban Legend, it is very cheesy and we'll probably talk about it a little bit in this because the, the, the subject matter of urban legends yeah. um most definitely comes in to the um, to that movie and all the rumors and everything. Um, Dave, you major or are, are you minored, minored in folklore? Yeah, and actually, so, it's 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 what you refer to as folk studies. Okay, um, basically, folklore and um, anthropology broke off from basically the same train. Folklore has been around longer. Train, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, anthrop- anthropology <laughs> right. um, basically broke off from folk studies originally, okay. where anthropology talks about these are who these people are and this is what they do. Okay. Folk studies is more about this is who these people are, this is their worldview, this is their beliefs, this is how they hand down um, lessons and right. how to, you know, traditions and stories and. And you can have, you know, when people think folklore, they think Appalachia. Yeah. No. Or they, or they think backwoods, backwoods somewhere. Or yeah. It's a, but, or, or the frontier or something. You know, but a, you can have folklore in every. There can be corporate folklore. Absolutely. You know, um, there's actually um, there was a. I can't think of the gentleman's name. My wife is going to kill me because she actually got to interview him. NFL has its own version of yeah of lore. Well. Let's just go with one, especially from Gen X, that is a huge piece of Gen X folklore. It all has to do with Richard Gere and a gerbil. Oh, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. How many times have we heard that story? And even in the movie Scream, they they say you know you can only hear that story so many times where you have to start believing it. You you, have, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about something actually you know a little bit you know. But that's again that's fo- or, or the fact or you know. Any of any of the stories about Marilyn Manson, uh, you know that is you, you know you can build a lore around it, right? Yeah. You know, so I mean, it, it's one of those things that you know every generation has theirs. I was um, trying to be a little academic, and you drug it immediately into gerbils. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, but, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. How many times did that story yeah. come? I mean, it kept coming around and coming around, and it was always Richard Gere. It was never somebody else. It was always Richard Gere for some reason. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is that he was married to Cindy Crawford at the time, you know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's but weird. One, one of the classes that I actually got to take in college was folklore and the supernatural. So I spent nice, an entire nice. semester talking about supernatural folklore. So you probably talked about the uh, the disappearing hitchhiker. Um, yeah, that's and, one of them. Um, uh, 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 the, uh, what is it, the, the, the hook um, hook man, hook man. You know where it's the yeah, yeah. Or um, let's see, what's some of the other ones? La La Rona. 
Yeah, the woman, Ronan, the yep, woman in true. white. That's true. Um, let's see, what's some of the other ones? Oh, oh, the fact that Mikey from the Life Serial, let's say it would be Supernatural, I guess, but, no. it's, but it's another one that's another one of our folklore. Uh, it's like, was that the kid, the uh, kid that played Mikey in the Life Serial commercials died from eating Pop Rocks and drinking a Coke at the same time. Yeah, not exactly Supernatural folklore. No, but, but you know what I'm saying. It, yeah. it's, uh, that goes back into, you know, something else and, again, was touched on in the movie yeah. urban legend well, uh, but that's me, something that we heard over and over and over because it started off we we heard at an early age that yeah you can't eat pop rocks and drink a, a coke i think it was actually a pepsi it was actually branded like you couldn't drink yeah. you know eat pop rocks and drink a pepsi or your or your stomach well, will explode I, no actually that could that even that's regional because i've heard it you know both called pepsi and coke well, yeah, depending but, on but where it, we but were basically it was it was you can't drink a soda yeah. and eat pop rocks it, it's because basically your stomach the equivalent will explode of, yeah. it's basically the equivalent of trying to eat a mentos and drink right. a coke you know or the same. one that you always talk about how if you give what was it if you give um was it alka seltzer to a duck that they would explode seagulls yeah it, whatever you know exactly but it's but, but actually it's, they, eh, it it does some it does some damage, but not what. But you know, you're animal told. animal cruelty is a felony now, and I right. wouldn't want anybody to exactly. do that. So don't do that. Exactly. But that that is you know the 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 quote unquote folklore that we grew up with a yeah. lot of that stuff. Um, you know, and that's the whole thing with this with just just naming this urban legends. We're not necessarily just talking about like ghost stories. We're no. talking about like there were all kinds of those. Well, that, that was like about you know. The, I, Growing up, I always heard the one about, you know, if you see a car driving around with its lights off, don't ever flash your lights at it. Because it's a gang initiation. Gang initiation. Exactly. I know. I know. Um, Which, did you ever know anybody? Nobody. No. And and that's the whole thing with urban legends. Somebody always said, oh, I know somebody. Somebody knows somebody that this happened to. Academically, that's what they call friend of a Uh, friend. Exactly. That's how you uh, legitimize it without actually having to legitimize it. I have had people, I have had, I remember. A girl that I worked with almost 20 years ago, she was younger, she was a teenager, you know, I was in my 20s somewhere, telling a story. Alan Dundas. I just remembered that was the gentleman who did the study on the NFL oh, okay. folklore. Okay. So telling a story about, again, one of her mom's friends who was a hairdresser. Yeah. A guy came in who had, um, had dreadlocks. And wanted them cut off, and so she started cutting off, cutting them, and found a spider's nest. No, that's that an was, old one. I know because that goes all the way back to the fifties with the woman who had the beehive. I know, I know. It's like, but it's one of those. Yeah. And and she, you know, she's telling the story about yeah, you know, when the spiders came out and blah blah. blah. And he was like, I, I told her, I was like, that's an urban legend. No, it happened. It happened to a friend of my my mom's friend. You know, friend I've heard that so many friend. times of this. Of um some other ones that are that are funny that I won't tell on here as well because they're they're fairly risque uh, for college <laughs> uh, of hearing about some stuff that yeah okay whatever yeah uh, but it's um, it is one of those situations where you hear this stuff and it's funny because this isn't this, this stuff was like pre-internet that they perpetrate, you know, that they, they, they yeah. just kept going and they kept perpetuating themselves and you would hear it and it didn't matter where you went to. There was a version. Oh, believe me. I know stuff. because I went from, you know, the, the different States that I lived right, in and right. you would hear different versions. Right. Of it. Right. Well, it's like, okay. In the supernatural bloody Mary. That okay. was the first one I was okay. going to bring up. So it's one of those things that, you know, you, there, there are many different, um, uh, versions of yeah. this story that all end the same way, where you basically go into a, uh, you stand in front of a mirror, turn the lights off, yep, 
some people say you just say Bloody Mary three times into the mirror and then she appears or she scratches your face. Sometimes yeah. it was you have to turn around each time multiple that you times said and say Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Um, there are versions of it locally. We have the 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 um, um, the Bell Witch, yeah. okay, and it's one of those things that the version here when I was growing up, yeah, was if you go into uh, if you go in the bathroom, stare in the mirror, turn the lights off, stare in the mirror, and say I hate the Bell Witch three times, then the Bell Witch would you know, and I mean it's like don't give me that. That also comes into the the movie Candyman. That yeah. was the whole thing. If you say Candyman yeah. three times in the mirror, then, you you're, know. I'm, I'm, you're never going to hear me sp- uh, speak ill of Kate. Yeah, yeah. As know, we know I the know, Bell Witch, because I, I don't live but maybe 15 know, minutes you, from you the are, cave. You are near Adams, Tennessee, I know. And um, the family up there still claims that oh, Kate is still around and still harassing them. Of course, you know, we also know that there are two other versions of that story. That one of them was in North Carolina and one was in Alabama. That yeah. they're almost the exact same story, and you know, again, it's frontier legends. You yeah. know, a lot to do with it. But so no, you're not going to catch me speaking I know, ill, I know. ill of the Bell Witch living <laughs> that not, close. I'm to just saying that that, that was I'm that not, was the local when I was growing up. Was it was the there, Bell Witch was going to come get you? There, so was, there's urban legends, yeah, and then there's haints. <laughs> And I'm not messing with the haints, and, and that's a whole different set of stories. I ain't scared of no ghosts. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope she comes to visit you. Um, talking about the spider bite, there was, um, there's been several of those. Right. Um, another version of it is a guy who's been traveling overseas, and he gets bit by a spider, mm-hmm. and he comes back to the U.S., and he's not feeling well, and he goes to the hospital. And while he's at the hospital, millions and millions of these little baby spiders start crawling out from underneath his skin. Yeah. Kind of like the roach scene in Creepshow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the version, another version of that is somebody who had, they thought they had a... uh, an ingrown hair yeah. or something. And, and then it turned out that a spider had laid eggs in his cheek, you know, or yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, I've heard some other, even less savior. Uh, uh, yeah. Good even, stop it. Uh, of, I'm not going to get uh, <laughs> of stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, but again, and, and again, I've heard that particular story mm-hmm. from someone who said that they knew it happened to somebody, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm like, no, they didn't. Okay. Key phrase here. Friend, I know. If you, if you I hear, know. If you hear somebody say friend of a I friend. Know, I know. More than likely. It, 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 exactly. You're not going to be able to substantiate it. We also know that some of these, especially the ones that are a little more, um, uh, paranormal or just horror related in general yeah. usually were morality tales that people would would kind of you know Some. like like the uh, like okay like the guy with the hook you know the escaped convict with the hook for a hand yeah that was kind of a hey teenagers don't go in on dark roads and, and make out yeah. and stuff or else you know this person might come and and try to kill you yeah. or uh you know the or you know the, the the babysitter like the calls coming from inside the house you know that that whole thing of like yeah. it kind of is the whole hey mind your kids don't leave them with babysitters stay home with them you know type stuff uh, what are you looking at there i know you're Dead air. Dead oh, air. sorry. Something just caught my. Uh, evidently, I found a article here that it's eleven terrifying urban legends that turned out to be true. A few of them have. Um, One of them they have listed is Candyman. Oh, really? 
Um, Maybe a version of it, I'm sure. It's yeah. Um, I'm trying to get to the bones of it here. Okay, while you're doing in, that. In, evidently, in 87, the Chicago Reader published a story about Ruth McCoy, a woman living in a Chicago housing project, who made a frantic call to 911, assisted, insisting she was being attacked in her apartment. Responders eventually found her dead of gunshot wounds. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound like Candyman. <laughs> uh, the complex... Uh, I tell you... Evidently, they, the intruders came through the wall um, of her apartment and got her. Uh-huh. So, uh, I don't know. Here's, I don't know why they've got that one listed. I don't that either. was, sorry, that was a weird here's, tangent. Here's another one. We were talking about, like, the, the, the quote-unquote gang initiation, you know, yeah. about. Uh, there's two more that goes that. One of them is, and it was perpetuated by the movie. Um, and it's funny how so many of these are perpetuated by either movies or television. You know, something, you, you see it, you know, and it's a, yeah. the movie uh, New Jack City. About yeah. how one of the, a gang initiation is to go up and shoot somebody that you don't know. Yeah, you know, because that was how that's what happened with the whole Wesley Snipes character. That's how he got jumped into the gang, basically, uh, and it turned out to be Mario Van Peebles' uh, mom. You know, so it was kind of type thing. Yeah. The other one, and I've heard this one many times over the years, and it's not necessarily a gang initiation, but it is. Well, I've actually heard a version of it that is a gang initiation. Okay. It is the the ankle slicing car thief. Oh, where it's yeah. you know somebody gets under the car and they the wait for him to come they up wait to for the come up, and then they slice their Achilles tendon basically basically what, what they did in um, in what, pet cemetery pet what cemetery happens, yeah. with and Gage. then and then um, they steal the car yeah uh, I also had heard a version of that um, of a, a girl that I went to, now a woman but at the time we were we were still kids when yeah. she had gone to college they were warning the the legend that the urban legend that was going around there was that it was a gang initiation and it gets it gets really kind of racist here to be honest was that the what they had to what they had to do to get jumped into the gang was to get the pinky of a white woman and what they would do is they would hide underneath the car and they would do the slice and when they'd reach down to grab then they'd grab the hand and cut their pinky off and take off with it. Wow. That, yeah, I know it, that one's really like in depth, but that was the. This was a. This was she went to a college very deep in the south, <laughs> and, the, and so yeah. that explains a lot of it. You yeah, know? there you go. Um, well, here's one that turns out to be true. Uh huh. Um, you've always heard about somebody goes, they rent a hotel room, and they're sleeping in the room, but there's this awful smell. smell. Yeah, and there's a dead hooker underneath it. Yeah, well, there's a dead body under, right, you know, because right. those beds are basically a base. Right. Yeah. And then the mattress is set on top of the base. Well, mm. this thing has been confirmed multiple, multiple times. In fact, one in 2010, guests at a budget lodge in Memphis found that they'd been sleeping over the dead body of Sonny Millbrook. Uh, and this was the, you know, we're talking about Memphis. Yeah, I know. And we're from Tennessee. Um, we can say that. <laughs> uh, fabric um, softener had been stuffed in the ceiling tiles to try to, to try mask. to start the, the smell. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, along that lines, and it's one that, that turned out to be true. Uh, oh, what is her name? Hold on, I'm gonna find this because I want to get I want to get this right because it's a it's a very famous story that that's fairly new. Uh, it's only a, a few years old. 
Talking about Slender Man? No, 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 no. This is... Because uh, that started out as a creepypasta. Creepypasta. And, and, and has, we can get into a little bit of that That also. has turned into a honest-to-goodness, real... Well, uh, somebody... Urban they're, they're, legend. They're, it's turned, and they try to say that it's a totem. You know, that it's, oh, this is something that passed down over time. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's really... It's not. It was something that was started on uh, creepypasta that, that bled over into the mainstream. And there is a very high-profile case involving some teenage girls that started believing in, in the whole thing, and they tried to kill one of their friends. And Or did uh, kill one of their friends. No, they didn't kill her. They tried to. They stabbed her a bunch of times, but they didn't kill her. Okay. Um, what is the name of this case? Okay, I got it now. The case of Elisa Lamb. Okay. You, you've heard about this one. Elisa Lamb checked into a hotel in downtown Los Angeles in February of 2013, they, um, people started complaining about the water in the hotel, like had a bad smell to it and it was kind of black and they, they found her body in the water tank on oh, top of the thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. there's been more to it. Cause it's one of those things that like the last video, like the last time that she was seen is on video footage from inside the, the, um, um, inside the hello the uh, elevator and it looks like she's talking to somebody and looking out like somebody's chasing her yeah come to find out she was also bipolar and was off her meds and it's one of those things that you know they kept saying well how she couldn't have gotten into the tank you know blah 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 that's been disproved also because there actually was a ladder that went up to a higher yeah. platform that she could have gotten in there and gotten trapped so yeah. but that still goes into the whole you know oh there's a smell something's going on what yeah. what happened here you know <clears throat> um but yeah i wanted to get her name because that, that's a very famous case that, that from the last seven years you know that, that has gone all over the internet people like yeah. oh you know maybe she was being stalked maybe it was this maybe you know what Whatever. and um uh where what else let's see we got that one um there are so many up here well i found a, a website here where it has like the most famous urban legend per you know by state yeah i'm trying to oh, oh, oh what is it in tennessee what is it in tennessee you want to know what the one in tennessee is yeah it's the boy in the bathroom at pine haven school over in um yeah i know jamestown yeah uh i don't know that i don't know that that particular Evidently, legend. The, the legend is the boy was cornered by a group of bullies in the bathroom, shoved into a mirror, which shattered and killed him. Okay. To avoid getting caught committing murder, the bullies decided to bury the body beneath the floorboards. And people say that if you go inside the school, you can still see the reflection of the little boy looking at you in the mirror. Hmm. Okay. Um, a couple of them dealing with school also usually they're they're college related yeah one of them is the dead roommate where yeah. a roommate comes back and her room and she thinks that her and she hears her roommate like making noises she thinks that she's involved with her boyfriend yep and then so she doesn't turn the light on and she just goes and gets in her bed and when she wakes up the next morning she finds a roommate dead and scrawled on the on the uh on the um, the wall, the wall is her bed. a better bed and blood is aren't you glad you didn't turn the light on another one that goes hand in hand in that is the same thing of, of a woman comes in and um um i think it, i think it's the same thing where like the roommate has a dog or something yeah. and 
she hears something under the bed and she reaches down and the dog wicks her hand all night long. Puts yeah. Her and to then sleep. she puts up whatever and she goes and she wakes up the next day. The roommate's dead. The dog's nowhere to be found. Apparently the guy was under the bed and licked her. Yeah. To, so that she thought that it was the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, most colleges have some kind oh, of yeah. ghost story. Or there's urban, there's I mean, a bunch of them around. Western so. Kentucky University actually has, I think their library actually has a page dedicated to the ghost stories on mm-hmm. campus. All right. You know, like when they were, when they were building um, the auditorium up mm-hmm. on, I, can't, I should know the name of the auditorium. The auditorium they were building up on the hill, evidently a guy fell while they were building the roof to the floor of the building and got killed and evidently he still haunts the, oh, okay. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. building. Um, One of my favorites with those is whenever somebody says a building's haunted because that somebody fell into the, the footing like when they were poured the concrete yeah. and they didn't bring him out and so his body so well first off if you know anything about construction you wouldn't do that because that actually weakens the integrity of the, <laughs> <laughs> you would pull you would pull that body out I mean you would you would stop work Obviously, try to save the guy, but even if he was gone, it's one of those things you want to pull that out. Otherwise, you're going to wind into a very big problem with your structure later on down the line. Okay, so, so that Jimmy Hoffa not buried in concrete. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's one of the that's one of the things that people have said about that. It's like, there's a reason why we know that he's not in the concrete yeah. in Giant Stadium. Of course, we know now because Giant Stadium's not there any longer. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the stadium is. Did they tear it down? I don't remember. It was been because I know they have a new stadium that they play in. But like another one from Western is uh, Pierce Ford Tower. It's a male dorm. Mm -hmm. I forget how many stories it is, but evidently the elevator was not working right. And this guy had gotten out of the shower and he had to go down a floor to get to his dorm room. And when the doors opened, the elevator wasn't there, and right. he fell oh, down he the fell shaft. Fell all the way down. Yeah. Well, they say now uh, at certain points of the year, you see wet footprints appear down the hall oh, just nice. out of nowhere. Yeah. So. Yeah, nice. I tell you one that I always heard, and you can, you could probably. Uh, I always heard that it was in Kentucky. Okay. Okay. That there was a, a young lady who was about. She was going to go out one evening. And uh, she was waiting for a date, and she was get she'd gotten dressed. She was in her room. She's in the second floor of her house, and the um, boyfriend called and canceled because of the storm that was that was coming in. Oh, she was like up in the cupola. Oh, well, she was up looking, in the window, yeah. and she basically cursed the storm, and she got hit, struck by lightning, and killed. And to this day, you can still see her image in the glass in the window. I think that's I think that's just a general urban I know. legend. Because we heard always that heard it. We always heard that it was in somewhere in Kentucky. That yeah. was always that's whenever it was told. It was like no, it was in Kentucky somewhere. You know, it's like yeah. uh, now if you want one from Kentucky, yeah. Um, You've got a couple up there that you can go, you know, whether it's ghost or whether it's actual mm-hmm. urban legend. If you want to go urban legend, there's the Goat Man of Pope Lake. Oh, yes. There are which several, is right around Louisville. There are several Goat Man stories. Well, you've but got, that one is the, yeah. You know, that, that's, you know, and basically he's half man, half, half goat. goat and he'll right. get, he tries to get people to get out on the train trestle right. and get run over or he attacks them. Yep. I, I think even Ghost Adventures went up and like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. investigated. Right. Um, but there's several things like, you know, you've got the Mothman, you've got the Jersey oh, yeah. Devil, um, you know, you've well, got you're Bigfoot. getting the cryptids yeah. and stuff on that. But, um, but then you've also got, um, um, oh, the sanitarium up there. Oh, the Waverly Sanitarium. Waverly Sanitarium. Yeah, which is the, supposedly, quote unquote, the most 
haunted place in the U.S. Yeah, I know. It's well, a, one of the most haunted yeah, places uh, in the U.S. And they, yeah, it, it, it's so haunted that they do you know overnight stays and stuff there. So <laughs> I'd do it. I'm not scared. Let's, let's, Again, let, it's, should, uh, that's something we should do right, at some point. I, I, I no, I, I'm not a. We need some equipment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be nice. Uh, so. oh, go ahead, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Go ahead, make fun of me because I like to go on a ghost hunt every okay, once in okay, a while. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll tell you one of my favorite modern uh, urban legends. Okay, and because this hits me right, you know, right in my in, in the good spot. Okay, and, and not in not in a dirty way. It's polyb- um, Polybius. Oh, the video game. The video game. The, okay, I had forgotten about okay. this one. So, so t- tell me, tell the story on it, because I've this one's so far back in my memory, I don't remember all. This of it. was a, a, a suppose the the original stories about this came about in around two thousand two thousand one. So early when the internet was really kind of becoming the internet. Okay, like really becoming the internet. Welcome and, to AOL. Yeah. Well, even yeah, yeah, a little even a little past that. Basically, what it it was is that there was this game called Polybius that apparently appeared in only like in a couple of arcades in the, like in the like, Pacific Northwest. It was like, like Portland. Portland around that area. Yeah. It's kind of where 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 you hear that it's somewhere in there. Basically, what it was is that it supposedly it was a game that drove people insane when you played it. Okay, and the the again supposedly. What it was, what it was for, is that it was a CIA recruitment technique. Gotcha. If you could play this game and not go insane, then they would come and find you and and, and recruit you into the CIA. Yeah. Um, no one has ever been able to produce anything that this actually it, it existed. You know, there's just a, like I said, it was in there. And it, uh, supposedly it happened in the early '80s. Here, here's and, a version of it where they say it was a government-run crowdsourced psychology experiment yeah. in Portland, Oregon in 81. Yeah, but it was 20 years later before anybody ever heard about it, and yeah. there's never been anything whatsoever. Now, something that was kind of fun is that there is an episode of The Simpsons where they're in a video arcade, yeah. and there is a Polybius machine in there. You mean like this one? Yeah, something like that. I've seen some mock-ups of them, you know, that it, because the thing is no one can ever... There's there's no general consensus of what the actual game yeah. was, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's become, in modern folklore, uh, you know, has become a, a thing, so... Yeah. Okay, here's one. You want to get into a one that turned out to be real? Okay. Um, the Urban Legend of the Skeleton in the Tree. I don't think I've heard this one. Yeah, you have. Okay, maybe this is not him. Well, one of the legends basically is that someone... Or maybe it was not the skeleton in the tree. Well, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of something else. What it is is that the body in the tree is Halloween decoration. Oh. Where it was one of those things where somebody had, you know, the, where people thought that it was just a really, a really realistic-looking Halloween decoration, yeah. but it turned out to be someone actually hanging from a tree. Yeah. Now, that version of it is not... has never been substantiated. However... Here we go. There is a there, there was a and, and this is this is really funny. You can go back to television because of something that happened. 
on the television show The Incredible Hulk, you know, that ran in the late seventies, oh, yeah. early eighties, there was a, there was an episode where they went to a uh, it was a like a carnival or something like maybe he was working at a carnival or something like that, and they were in like the fun house. Oh no, that that's an actual deal, yeah. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And so it was one of those things that as they're looking through all these prompts and stuff, they're like, Man, what is this? And come to find out it really was a dead body yeah. that was hanging up in this they had been using for years. It had been in the prop well, house and was, no one knew. It was it, sitting in a chair yeah, type thing. Yeah. It, uh, I think Ripley's actually ended up buying did the body and putting it on but, but it was one of those things where it was like, no, they it had been used in a bunch of stuff over the years and people had no idea that it was a legit dead body. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah no, uh, Ripley's ended up buying the thing and putting yeah. on display for, I think they've still got it actually. I probably, I don't know. Um... All right, we talked about it, but we didn't really talk about it. The Vanishing Hitchhiker. This is a very yeah. famous. I have heard this story many different ways. Well, this story was even told, I think, in it was either the first or second season of Supernatural. Maybe which which yeah. actually, that show started out as dealing with uh, yeah, urban, me- well, urban legends the, um, and ghost stories and that type of there's thing. There's the story from Chicago of, um, what's her, it's something Mary, Resurrection Mary. Yeah. Um, basically, what it is, and this again, this is a story that you've heard quite a bit, where there is, uh, and it's called Res- she's Resurrection Mary because it's the res- Resurrection uh, Grave or uh, Cemetery. Yeah. That she, this woman in white, people keep finding, seeing her there, and you're like, hey, you know, where, uh, you know, do you need a ride? And like, sure. And she gets in the car yep. and tells you where she's going, and when you get there, she's gone. And then people have gone and like knocked on the door, like, "Hey, somebody!" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's Mary. She died so many years ago." You yeah. know that that is that is has been a thing in, outside of Chicago for years and years and years. Now there's another version of it that I have heard so many times it's not even funny. Of somebody picks up a hitchhiker on the side of the road. A lot of times it's in broad daylight. Yeah. And they're driving down the road and they're talking to this person, and all of a sudden the person looks at him and says, "Jesus is coming back soon," and then they're gone. I haven't heard that one. That was one that went around a lot. Now, and, uh, the one that I've heard is driver picks up a woman hitchhiker, mm-hmm. and it's kind of chilly. She's got a sweater on. Right. And she, he's like, hey, where are you going? He, She gives him the address, and they talk. And Oh, that's he, the Resurrection Mary. They pick her up, and he then it takes her to the cemetery. Take her that's to the cemetery. That's it. That's it. That's and it. she yeah. disappears. Right. And then they get out of the car, and they go in the cemetery looking and for the, her, and they find the sweater hanging on right. her tombstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a song in the 50s that was based around one of those where a guy picks up a girl and takes her yeah. to her home. And she, she disappears. I think, uh, I can't remember who it was that did it. And he goes and asks her mom, and she was like, no, that was my daughter. She died a year ago or something. Like, you know, it's kind of one of those. Yeah. There's, there's been some, those stories have gone around quite a bit. So. Another version of that is a guy picks up a woman in white hitchhiker. He gives the address. They pull up to this old, and this is the version they did in Supernatural, pull up to this old abandoned house. Mm-hmm. The woman goes, I can't go home, and disappears. And then the car goes nuts, and right. they try to get out of there, and they can't. They, oh, okay. And they end up finding the driver dead. Okay, yeah, that's definitely a different a different version yeah. of that one. Um, I'm trying to think because I know we're missing some big ones here. Um, we talked about Bloody Mary. We yeah, did, we did Hookman. We did. We talked about Slenderman a little bit. Well, you know, okay. What's funny? Let's talk about that. Okay, like the the whole hook, the guy with the hook. Yeah. 
It's funny to like watch a lot of those late '90s teen horror movies, yeah. Because you know, you obviously you have heard, but the whole thing is that like I know what you did last summer is all around that. Yeah. Basically, it's that legend that, that well, the whole movie they made, is what, based on. Three movies out of that. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, the yeah. second first one's the only one that's even halfway decent to watch. Yeah. So, uh, well, there's there's even another version of that where um, girl gets in her car um, going home from a party, and part of the way home, this trucker pulls up right behind her and keeps flashing his brights mm-hmm. at her and she keeps going faster and he keeps right, catching right. up he keeps shining blinking his brights at right. her she pulls up the house slams the car into park and starts running to the running towards the house and the truck driver jumps out of his truck runs over and jumps on a dude that was in the back seat trying yeah, to kill yeah, her I've, yeah, and he would flash his light trying to, get to him, trying to get him to duck down right back right down. yeah i've heard that yeah. Uh, again, the movie Urban Legend opens yeah. with that one. You know, somebody uh, she pulls up to a gas station, and he's trying to tell her that there's somebody in the back seat. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, trying to think of some of the other ones because there's bunches. I mean, there's tons. Of, a lot of these they, they wound up being campfire stories or ghost yeah. stories or ghost. You know, the, the the stories that you would tell you know your friends when you're growing it, up. It, you know, it, and campfire so. stories at, at, at sleepovers. Right. Right. Um, out camping somewhere. Now, one that I kind of hinted earlier oh here we go no 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 this was um, it, it's the, the story about the train um, oh you know which one i'm talking i know as the train <laughs> as, right and on cue the train in the background no about the 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 guy that that works for the the train for the uh, railroad company that takes his son to work um and he he works on the um uh on the trestle yeah whenever boats come through you know it's one of those things he has to like move it and but then like get it back so the trains can come through and the story goes that there's a boat coming through and then they hear here's the train whistle and he's like okay this is going to be close and he looks for his son and he can't find him and he starts looking around and he looks down and sees that he's caught in the gears um of the 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 trestle the trestle and it's one of those things he has to make a decision if he doesn't put it back in place and a bunch of people are going to die or does anybody he doesn't have time to go and like save his son and so he winds up pulling the thing and killing his own son in order to save all these people's lives now i have heard that multiple times at church services and youth camps and stuff you know it's like oh this is this is how this is what god did when he sent jesus to earth i haven't i haven't heard this one that story in the religious community especially i guess probably in the pentecostal religious community more than is so prevalent that there was actually a documentary made about where it started and apparently it was somewhere in mississippi was like when the story started and it kind of spread all throughout the south about this no substantiation whatsoever of yeah. that it actually happened um so yeah i mean that there you that is a another urban legend it's you a know. story to make a point exactly you know and it's uh but it, it's there, there are a ton there's a lot of them that aren't even that you know obviously with Oktoberfest we're trying to you know we, we're talking about the, the horrific ones more than anything else you know <laughs> yeah. uh, or you know the ones that are paranormal or just creepy or, or whatever you know yeah. uh, there's always oh well, I tell you one we, and this and this one perpetuates itself across I think just about every state has a version of this one okay. is the um, um, Gravity Hill basically oh yeah where it's a you know oh well, it, there's a usually what it is again there's a train it's somewhere usually or, near a train or crossing, a train trestle, or, or a crossing usually, yeah, and that or, a, or it's a bridge, yeah, or that it's, quote, that supposedly at some point 
you know, decades earlier, a school bus or something like that got hit and were, and all everybody was killed. And if you go and park on the on the tracks and put it in neutral, that that the spirits of all the little kids will come and push your car, push the car out of the way so it doesn't yeah. get hit by a car. And it's an optical illusion, is what it is. Where you think that it's pushing uphill or something, but it's not actually, you know. And it's but there is a story of that like everywhere, everywhere. and and it, it deals basically in a with a idea in folklore called liminal spaces Mm -hmm. and liminal spaces are where you tend to find, you know, supernatural happenings. Right. You know, we're talking about where water meets land. Okay. Um, midnight. Yeah. Which is right between day and night. Um, caves, you know, you see a lot of supernatural stories around caves because it's between earth and sky Mm -hmm. or you're between, you're between, well, you're between earth, you know, it's, you know, it, doorways, windows. There's a lot of folklore. Mirrors. With ghosts, mirrors. Lots of mirrors. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's in. Oh, that reminds me. Another one of my favorite modern myths or, or modern urban legends that, yeah. that every once in a while somebody will, oh, did you hear about this? You know, this is a real thing that, that um, you know, it usually happens in the, it's usually attributed to having happened in Russia where they were out and they're drilling for oil or something like that. And they drill this really long, this really long hole, you know, yeah. whatever. And then they drop a, a microphone down in to see if they can hear anything. And they can supposedly hear the souls in hell. Well, no, that that's, are, that's actually a real place. They, in Russia, they drilled a hole. Yeah. But they were, that they were story trying, is not true. They, they, just were like, trying, that's, <laughs> they were trying to drill the deepest hole they right. could to you know, get a really but deep core sample. And there is. I get that. But and, the and holes, they, dropped, they dropped a microphone down that hole, and they can't explain what they're hearing yeah, down there. They're not hearing anything is what it is. It's like, it's <laughs> that, that story has perpetuated itself so many times of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard the same thing about uh, uh, another version of it yeah. was that... Um, uh, oh, no, no, that's a real yeah, place. <laughs> the, the, the other version of it that I heard was that Jacques Cousteau was Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. Okay, there you Jacques go. Jacques Cousteau back in the day when he was still with, when he was still alive. Yeah, was doing a deep sea dive in the um, Atlantic. In the, was it the Mariana Trench? Is that what it's called? Yeah. and came back up like shaking because he because they found a uh, a portal to hell or something like he could hear like the the chains rattling from hell or something you know it's like <laughs> down in this thing it's like and there's there's several different versions of that yeah. you know uh there are all kinds of those of just yeah okay uh <laughs> Um, I don't know how how they manage that, you know, because there's like a second ocean that you know. Oh, I know exactly. You know exactly. (laughs) Well, they probably found where the Earth is actually hollow, you know, and it's a. (laughs) That's another. Hey, that's another thing people used to believe is that there was a hole somewhere either at the North Pole or the South Pole that opened up into where it was a hollow Earth theory that there actually was the Earth was hollow and that there was another civilization living underneath the crust. And there were people that, like, for decades were searching for that hole because they believed it. <laughs> you know, it's just like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who, you know, wrote, uh, you know, um, uh, Sherlock Holmes, all those books. That, and it's so funny because Sherlock Holmes was such an analytical and practical person, like a very you know, science-minded yeah. person. But Car- uh, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle was very much into spiritualism. Him and his wife yeah. was a spiritualist. And he was so convinced that it was true that he would not believe that Harry Houdini was uh, was a magician. Like he thought he was like, no, 
I know that everything you do is real. It's not fake. And he kept telling him, no, this is all tricks. Every bit of this is tricks. <laughs> and Doyle was always like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. We know. And it's just like. <laughs> well, what kills me is the rise of the whole flat earth movement uh, again. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I know. Well, that's we have the internet to thank for that. We have the internet to thank for the flat <laughs> earth. We have the, the to thank for the anti vaxxers, for the slender man, yeah. for, I mean, just all these cra- QAnon. I mean, all these crazy things that are out there. That, you know, we used to say that access to knowledge, you know, would, no, would, no. would make things better. No. We've obviously proved that wrong at Again, this point. As I have said many times, Generation X. Built the, we didn't create it, but we built the internet. And then the generation in front of us, the boomers, have been trying ever since to put it back in the box and get rid of it. And the generation behind us, the millennials, have been finding the worst things possible to do with it. And that's where we get what we get with the internet. So it's... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not going to go that far because... Honestly, Gen X has done some pretty awful things to the internet ourselves. We have, but think about what has perpetuated itself since the millennials got a hold oh, of it. <laughs> you're not and again, wrong. again, this is a family-friendly podcast, <laughs> and we're not going to get into a bunch of that stuff. But yeah, it, but yeah, it's uh, okay. Anyway, but yeah, plenty of plenty of you know like the, the whole Slenderman thing is probably the most the most uh, popular, like the most well-known thing that's come from the internet, like that. There have been some others, you know. There, there have been. Um, Slenderman has has been the most fun for me to watch because I've been around the entire time. Well, because it started out as a creepy pasta on Reddit, right, right, and it was basically, you know, you creepy pasta was a place where people would write horror stories, right, short New stories, story, yeah, and post them in that subreddit, right, for people, and somebody liked. Everybody liked that one so well that they started making their own memes. versions. I know. Well, the, the, and memes. Right. They and started photoshopping, photoshopping a lot of stuff. And, and and some of those photoshops are downright creepy. Oh, I mean, they really are. And but, and they couldn't look any more real. No. Well, it, it's 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 basically Jack Skellington is what it is. I mean, really truly when you look at yeah, it, kinda, it it's yeah. very much has that, you know, that build yeah. and you know that that very skinny frame you know that kind of stuff but then they've taken it on to something else well, and then the whole time it was, the guy was super tall with mm-hmm. super long limbs mm-hmm. but he had a normal sized head but there were no features on right. the head it yeah, was completely very blank face yeah I know well it's there's a, no face I know that's what I'm saying just, there's nothing there I it's mean just, it's just I know it's yeah. it's crazy uh, that that one is is really it's un- some of the, some of the artwork I've seen with Slenderman is is unsettling. It really I'll, is. I'll be honest. At some point, I'm going to build one for Halloween, <laughs> and I'm not going to make it obvious. I'm just yeah, I'm literally kind of kind of just out of frame, you know, where yeah. it's, which is like what's halfway behind happen, like you know? a tall bush or something, right, just kind of right. peeking out. Um, I'm trying. I had another one. I can't remember that, that was internet. Oh, the call is coming from in that. The house. Okay, so that. That goes back to what was that movie? Um, no, that was it, it was before the movie, yeah. but When a Stranger Calls was the name yeah. of the movie. That again, it was a made for television movie, yeah, that really sent that even further. But that was a legend that got around a lot girl babysitting, babysitting, exactly. And there are a lot of them dealing with babysitters yeah. or you know, any number of that type of stuff. So, girl babysitting, she gets a creepy phone call, the guy's harassing her after about the third one. 
she calls the operator. Hey, can you please trace this phone call? And, and the cops call and say, get out of the house because we trace it back. It's coming from inside yeah. the house. It basically means that the guy's upstairs calling, which you can't do. <laughs> back in the old day, you could. Uh, you could actually pick up your phone. I forget what button it was. Dial your number and hang it up, and it would ring. And if you picked it up at the right time, you could make it sound like you were calling from outside and talking oh, to the person. I don't know. Yeah. It's, that would go back to landlines and yep. even yep. before land. I mean, landlines, but you probably with a, with a rotary phone or something like that, it probably no, had something I, to do with that. No, it was so. a push button phone. Cause, it was. Cause I've, I've managed to do it a couple of times when I was in high school. Here's one. Um, we didn't talk about black eyed children. That's become a thing in the last couple decades. Really? Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about? It's like somebody, the the story generally goes like this. Okay. A guy uh, is walking back to his car. Okay. And um, he's approached by these, like, two kids that are like, hey, and this is at night usually, you know. He's like, hey, you know, we're lost. Can you, uh, uh, can you give us a ride to, you know, whatever type stuff? And Mm -hmm. the guy's about ready to do it. And he looks at him again and notices that their eyes are completely black. And then gets in the car and drives off. And that there are several different versions of it. Like maybe they come to your door and they knock yeah. on the door and they're trying to get you to let them in. And the whole thing is don't let them inside or else there's going to be problems, you know, type stuff. Okay, first off, if I see a couple of kids and their eyes are completely black, I'm going oh, to I know. demon. Yeah, I'm I know. going to be throwing rock salt but at it. That has become a last couple of decades you know it's it started i think it started off in michigan or something like yeah. that it was like the first story that came out and it's kind of spread around you'd start hearing it yeah. uh actually i take that back it was in the badlands which is what montana is that right um or north dakota no, north bad, dakota badlands or north the dakota. dakotas i knew it was i knew it was something that started like up yeah up north well you, you get, i know you get the, the black well yeah. you get the badlands and the black hills and all that right. all of that was sacred land right to the native americans up there and the stories of the stuff that goes on up there yeah, is just amazing. There's, there, there are, there, there are definitely, especially when we start getting into native, a lot of those, 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 that folklore, yeah. you really get into some stuff. Uh, obviously, we have not done enough, uh, uh, <laughs> we have not done enough, um, uh, research to really jump into a lot of that stuff. I still feel like there's one big one that we're missing we weren't here. we weren't trying to get real academic on this. No, we were just we trying weren't. to make it kind of fun. I mean, you, you could say the men in black or one. <clears throat> yeah, you know the, the they may be aliens themselves, or they may be some branch of the, the you know the uh, U.S. military or government that's or not Illuminati. on the books or something. Yeah. The Illuminati. Yeah. There's you a great... I mean, and the thing is, that one has perpetuated so much that, you know, people are always looking at, like, Jay-Z or Lady Gaga yeah. or somebody like that. Like, oh, this obviously proves that they're part of the Illuminati. Illuminati, like, the lizard people. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, the lizard... It's, there's another one. I mean, it, it's... There are all... Which I can make some kind of, comments there, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, oh! I tell you one we forgot. There was even a movie made about this. Okay. Alligators in the sewer. Oh yeah. The story goes that someone went to the Everglades and they were selling baby alligators and they brought it home back to New York. Yep. And they of course the alligator grows bigger than the tank and all that kind of stuff. And, and so what do they do? Flush it. Flush it down the toilet. And the alligator just survives in the to- in the in the sewer and becomes huge and yep. you know, type thing. 
Uh, there was a movie that was a made-for-television movie called Alligator, yeah. which is so well, Alligator bad. and Alligator. Once again, this is USA Up All Night movies. Uh, they made Alligator and Alligator 2. There was. Yeah. Uh, loosely also was what... A- actually, uh, is, you... They, that was an actual movie that you could go to the video store and rent. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I remember oh, seeing yeah. Alligator and Alligator 2 on the oh, yeah. rental show. I remember watching it when it was on television and it, seeing it, renting it later. And that's when we were living in Illinois where the only place to rent movies was the big, huge, giant IGA in town. There you go. The IGA yeah. had its own little video rental place right, to where right. you, you could go in and rent a machine and like a couple movies for like 10 bucks or something. That reminds me. And this goes. this seriously goes into urban legends in and of themselves. Okay. Uh, there are several urgent urban legends around movies. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz about the 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 uh, the, the Munchkin that hung himself. Yeah. Which didn't turn out to be true. Um, There's something weird in the background though because it's a, it's a pelican. You could if you go and look at it. It's I've done the frame yeah, by frame. I, it's a pelican. It raises its arms, but yeah. the way that it's doing it with the trees, it looks like something else. Yeah. You know? Uh, there is. Um, That's one of the advantages of being a video editor. Yeah. I can I can dump it, it into my to, and exactly. I can get it down into frame by frame. Right. There is a, obviously the 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 dead kid in um, uh, three men, three men and, and a baby. baby. It's uh, a it's a cutout stand up of, of Ted dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There, there's several. Oh, there, poltergeist. One, we got to go into well, poltergeist, you get poltergeist curse, because of the, the curse, curse of the poltergeist. Of, yeah. uh, Two of the the stars of the, the first movie died. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, and, and one under was murdered one she? of the, the older yeah. sister was murdered by her boyfriend uh, before they made the second one. Right, and then the girl that played Carol Ann died as right as they were wrapping up the uh, the second or the third movie of uh, she had like obstructed bowel or something like that. Yeah. Like it was a toxic shock, you know, type thing that got her. Um, and and I think that there was I think there was a uh, if I'm not mistaken on that second on that third movie there was a crewman that was electrocuted and killed on set that if sounds I'm not right, mistaken. Yeah. Now at the same time there are a ton of stories around The Exorcist oh, when they yeah. were making that movie about whether or not it was, you know I mean hell uh, Billy Graham said that you know the, the that the devil was in every frame of that movie you know yeah. type stuff of course that's what it was you know there's plenty of, now one of my favorite urban legends is not horror is not horror related at all okay of that it has to deal with movies and that has to do and you heard it as much as i did okay there were two versions of king kong versus godzilla there was the u.s version where king kong won and there was the japanese version where godzilla won really yeah that's not true there's only just the one version where King Kong wins because <laughs> that was the Japanese production. Yeah. yeah. The, um, there's that type of stuff. Um, there was another one. Um, what was it? I had just had it. Uh, the, the, well, if you want to get into that, you're, you're talking about all the backmasking. Oh, well, you, yeah, you get into music and then you get into like all the, the backmasking. Like, you know, you, if you play Stairway to Heaven backwards, it says My Sweet Satan yeah. or something like that. If you I don't know about that one. Whatever, you know. No, I've I know done that to the Beatles' White Albums. The Paul is Dead. The Paul is the, Dead. Yeah, missing, Paul is missing, dead. missing. Yeah. Um, um, was it Was it Turn Me on Dead Man? Yeah. He says at one point, those kind of stuff. That, um, those are actually there. Now, whether they were meant to be there or not I, whatever I know. but if you if I you know. take it and you play it back it actually sounds like know, what they're saying it is it's kind of um, cool one of my i can't favorite. believe i was actually doing that to a yeah, i know because he had the white albums yeah you shouldn't do that to we, we were both <laughs> i think he had stolen from his parents <laughs> house yeah, exactly. or something so and we were a, we were both like 14 or 15 or something um the one of my favorite 
and I say I, I only put, I put urban legends in quotes because it's really not an urban legend so much, except for the fact that like a lot of legends sprung up around this movie. Okay. Um, that were not intentional, and okay. that was remember when we were when we were growing up. Okay, there was this movie that would show up every once in a while in a video store. And on the front cover, it would say, Banned in 34 Countries. Oh, my goodness. It's Faces of Death, okay? How many of those did they put They, they made put out four of- or five of them. The, the first one, though, it's funny because, like, every bit of it is fake. Every bit of it is fake. Well, if you remember... Well, I take that back. There there are a couple of news, like some clips of news yeah. footage stuff that's not, but it's not graphic either, you know? It's, yeah. it's a... But all that other stuff is it's completely recreations. fake. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is that the, the people who, when they were making... They made it in Japan. Yeah. Okay? And when they were making the movie, they knew that they were told, we want you to... Be- uh, the, the the people who were in the movie were like, yeah, we're making a horror movie, you know, this is blah, 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 and they did all this stuff. Well, then whenever it came to the U.S., all of a sudden it was being touted as real, and they were all like, no, we, we, we filmed all this in Japan like two years ago, you yeah. know, type stuff. Um, and they and there was there was a ton of build up like uh, you you hear people kids on the playground oh did you yeah. see oh this is blah 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 you know and it was it was all always this, getting yeah. banned it was always I know, getting pulled I, know. I think at one point um, it got moved to like the adult room yeah I know it was and it, you, you, well that was there was also the movie Snuff I don't know if you remember that one or not I remember hearing about okay it. I remember because the video store that I worked at was a movie gallery yeah. it started off it was a mom and pop thing they were bought out or whatever they had the movie it was in the horror section and the whole thing was. On the front cover, yeah, it said snuff, and it says, "Does someone really get killed in, at the end of this movie?" You know, and it was one of those things they were playing up on the "this might be real." Another one that that was that with that was um, "Cannibal Holocaust." Yes, that again because they shot it like it was a found footage. This is before found footage. This is back, you know, this now before the, thing, the Blair Witch right, Project, right, way before yeah. all of that. But the the thing that is kind of interesting about it is that they use real footage of these of natives um, wherever it was. They're supposed to be. I think it's I think it's in South America, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. That sounds and right. there is a there is real footage of them slaughtering a sea turtle like, yeah. that they're cooking, you know, type stuff. They put that in there. But all the other stuff is was completely fake, you yeah. know. But they but they build it as oh, this was real footage that we found, and these people didn't make it out of the out of the jungle alive, and you know all yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, you remember Rivergate Eight at one point did mm-hmm. a, a midnight showing of, of, of Faces, Faces of, Death. of Death. I know, I know. And I I'll admit I went to it, mm-hmm. sat through it. It enjoyed it like oh, the popcorn yeah. movie that it is. It's exactly what, I and know. then walked out of there with my certificate. I made it I mean, all the exactly. way through Faces know, of Death. I know it's they they, and that was the whole they would do those midnight showings. Yeah. It's like oh, if you can make it all the way through, you get the certificate and blah blah. You know, yeah. and that was kind of one of the things that was cool. Uh, you know, these days again, going back in the internet age, everything can be debunked yeah. so easily. Of course, then you have the flat earthers who, you know, no matter how much you try to debunk their crap, they still want to, you know, want to argue about it or the anti-vaxxers or any number of, you know, and it's just like, oh God, seriously, guys. My, my question like, is, with all this social distancing, has mm-hmm. anybody been pushed over the edge yet? I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I know. that's Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. Now, my, my favorite one with that, though, people like, here's proof that the earth isn't flat. Because cats aren't knocking water glasses oh, off the edge. Yeah. Of it. so it's, yeah, if the earth was flat, cats would have pushed everything up there, pushing off the everything edge, off yeah. the edge. So it's, 
So yeah, I know it's a. Uh, um, but yeah, urban legends, man. They, they're always perpetuating themselves. There's always yeah. new ones. You, you keep hearing new. You know, Chupacabra is something new that you know that's been just in the last twenty twenty ish years. Yeah, you know, that's about uh, right. Started in Puerto Rico. That's where that. Yeah. You know, that's where that that this started, and then it's kind and, of. And it was probably a, a goat with some really bad mange, mange and or, rabies. Right, and and so it's there's that type of stuff. Yeah. You know that that keeps. Uh, the Jersey Devil it Jersey keeps Devil. keeps perpetuating itself. Mothman, and yeah, and that you know, and what's, the thing is, what's with that, the mo- what's that the thing place with the up Mothman? in Maryland where it's like all wilderness? It's like a new like. Oh, you're talking about. Um, it's like it's all wilderness, and it's almost like its own version of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, there there is a I forget what I, as soon as you said I, I yeah. can't remember the name, but there is there is a it's outside of. Is it near Boston? Is it no, Massachusetts? No, or is it's it Maryland. In, or no, no, no. Vermont? It's it's maybe it is Maryland. No, I think it is Maryland. But there is this one. It's kind of they they call it like the the black something or I forget what it is. But it is it's, it's there's this tract of, of forest yeah. that is kind of a dead zone. Like nothing lives in there. Nothing you know. It's, People it's, go in there and disappear. Yeah, and, and now some of that probably has to do with the fact that it's so dense and, yeah. and you know there's so much undergrowth and people don't know you know what the topography is and all that kind of stuff. But that's there are there are yeah. stories you know that they've, they've, they've well, come out of there. What's the island in Japan? Uh, Suicide Island. Oh, you're talking about the forest. The, the suicide for- oh, forest. The suicide yeah. forest. Yeah, there's a yeah. forest where people go and like legitimately they go in there and like clean out dead bodies quite often. Uh, yeah. That's where people will go to, to commit suicide. Uh, what's his name? Um, Logan Paul got in trouble about that a couple of years ago because they went there. And you remember that? You no. know who Logan Paul is, right? Yeah, the I, YouTuber. I, yeah, you know, that, that moron. They that yeah, that moron and his crew went to Japan and they went to that forest and they actually videotaped a dead body hanging from a tree and posted it on and posted it to their their YouTube. And it's like one of those things of like, cause there are signs everywhere going into the, like, look, enter at your own risk. You may, you may find a dead well, body. Well, there's also you know? signs everywhere, you know, of positivity. Yeah. You know, trying please to get people do to, this, to not you know, do please it. Please call yeah. for help. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, the, you know, the, you're talking about that. The, the Japanese actually have a, an urban legend. That's pretty cool. Let me see. Let me find it here because I saw a thing yeah. about it. Because it, what it is, is it's this woman um, that walks around. Um, here it is. That she's wearing a. Let's see if I can find it here. She's wearing like a a, a surgical mask. And uh, let me see if I can find it here. And it's one that, that that's come in like in the last. Ten years or so. Uh, yes, here it is. It's the the Kuchisake Ona. Okay. Which translates to the slip mouth woman. Uh, basically, what it is. Oh, I think I've heard of this one. Uh, she's an urban legend about the malevolent spirit, the the Onroyo, of a woman with a mutilated mouth. She's said to partially cover her face with a mask or object, and reportedly carries a sharp tool of some kind, such as a knife or a large pair of scissors. According to popular legend, she will ask uh, potential victims that they think she is attractive. If an individual responds with no, she will kill them with a weapon. If they say yes, she will then reveal that the corners of her mouth have been slit from ear to ear. Uh, if, the event, if the individual again responds that she is unattractive or if they scream in fright, she will kill them with her weapon. Uh, if they say yes, she will cut the corners of their mouth. 
in such a way that mimics her own disfigurement. It's basically to survive an encounter with uh, the Kuchisaki Yona, it is said that individuals may answer her question by describing her appearance as average or distractor with money or hard candies. Now, wow. I remember hearing about that, and it's one of those things that, like, apparently, a, like, about a decade ago, yeah. sightings of this woman, like, skyrocketed around Japan, especially in, like, like in, in, yeah. in, like, Tokyo and different, in different places, like, like, in, like, in cities, you know. Um, it, got, it got so popular that, do you remember uh, the television show, uh, well, I don't know, you do Constantine. Yeah, you know, that was the, yeah, the Hell, Hellblazer, you know, um, the adaptation. There was an episode that dealt with this. Yeah, and I remember, like, as soon as I saw, like, whenever I saw, like, her come out and she was wearing the surgical mask, it's like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> I wish they'd bring that show back because they Constantine keep talking. Was, yeah, I know they well, brought he, they're he breaking him up, into the the DCU. I know. Well, he's already like, he's already been on the DCU right. because he's been part of the was it the League of Legends? Yeah. Um, they brought. He's basically the supernatural version of the league at this right, point. Right, right. And then, then they um, brought a swamp thing into that too. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. Well, talking about TV shows, um, I know I keep going back to supernatural, that's, but that's kind of what they yeah. deal with. But they did an episode of where there was this haunted house, mm-hmm. and as the story goes on, you find out it's a brother and a sister that went into this old abandoned house, basically invented a story, painted right. a bunch of occult symbols on the walls. One of the symbols is an actual occult, you know, symbol right, right, that right. that, and then they posted the story and the pictures on the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, mass belief actually brings the whole thing right. into reality. Right. It's this whole tulpa is what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like people believe it into existence. So they believe like, it yeah. into existence, yeah. and every time that the story changed on the internet the way things happened at the house changed. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. And so the way they ended up having to fix it is they had to leak it. There was another group. They're called Ghost Facers. It's basically a a geeky couple guys that go ghost hunting that have a a video blog of them ghost hunting. So it's every every ghost hunter on the internet. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So they basically had to leak a false story to those guys to, to get it out it on the oh, internet nice, so nice. that they, you know, they basically wrote the way they were going to kill the thing. Right. Right. And then they burned the house. Down. That reminds me, you saying that reminds me of some local stuff when I was a kid yeah. or when I was a teenager anyway, there was a place over here in Madison where, where we are not far from where we are now. It was all the way down at the end of this road, you know, that kind of was a dead end road or whatever. And there was this building that was down there. What? Over near the Kmart, like if you kept going down like that road past Kmart, dude, all the way I down, drove down there. The Aussie Church yeah. was down there. That was yeah, the whole thing yeah. with that. They kept talking. Basically, what it was, it was an abandoned building that someone had spray painted Aussie on the side of it. Well, somebody started selling. Oh, that's where Satan worshippers yeah. go, and they they hold, they hold <clears> their you know they hold their rituals and stuff. And so that became known as the Aussie Church. You know, yeah. now back the other way, uh, Spring Hill Cemetery, which is basically you know, across the street from, I mean, it's back yeah. up, but it's across the street from where you return to go to there. I knew people who said that there were people who, that, that there were uh, Satanists that were hold rituals over there at night, like yeah. and stuff. Now there was never any substantiation to that. It was just a legend. That, and that's the whole thing. You had the satanic panic in the, in the eighties, yeah. you know, uh, which is something we're probably going to talk about later on in this 
Oktoberfest okay. because we have a couple of things that kind of intersect with it. Gotcha. Uh, but the the 80s were an interesting time to grow well, up because of everybody believed that, that Satan was around every corner. Well, so Talking it, about that, when I lived in Illinois, um, when I was in high school, there was this little graveyard out in the middle of nowhere that everybody referred to as the Casbar. Uh-huh. And that's where everybody would go out to do, you know, the, right, the party right, right. And, and the, you know, you whatever. You go out and smoke pot and well, no, have sex. We and, never yeah. did that, you know. Well, but you weren't, I but didn't. all the cool kids were. <laughs> I'm not cool. I'm always home. I'm not cool. That's right. Um, but there was, the interesting thing about the graveyard is there was actually a couple of old, old gravestones. Oh, yeah. That actually had like pentagrams on them. Oh, nice. Well, the, and the pentagrams I think, or were they pentacles? We know there's a difference between the two. Honestly, so. it's been so long. Yeah. I don't remember. It was either a pentacle or a pentagram. But right. the rumor was is that there were some witches that were buried up yeah, there. Yeah. And that in the field behind the graveyard, you know, there were Satan worshipers. Right. Well, there was one night we went out. There, Me and some buddies were out. You know, we drove out there. And just as we were pulling in the driveway to go back to the graveyard, we see behind the graveyard a bonfire and a bunch of people standing around in robes. I actually saw this. Okay. And we went, nope, not tonight. <laughs> back, shut the lights off, backed out, and got the heck out of there. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, mm-hmm. yeah, no. It wasn't a friend of a friend, is it? <laughs> no, this, this was me with my okay, own people. Fair enough. Um, I was like, no. Again, again, I know personally know people who swear to this yeah. over here, you know, so I that swear they saw it with their own now, eyes. No, I didn't now. drive down there and go, hi, guys. This What's is, going on? Yeah. Are you guys worshiping Satan down <laughs> here? Is that that? Is that that nifty thing you're doing down here with these robes and this bonfire? No. Robe and a bonfire? It could have easily been the clan. I mean, that's... <laughs> well, if they'd been white robes, I'd yeah, agree with you, but they were not white robes. <laughs> you never know. So it's... Uh, um, you know, something we didn't talk about that is very much urban legend. Oh. Um, jack liner Yeah. Basically, and, and the thing is, is that there, it, it goes it in with start, two... started over in Ireland. It did. Uh, basically, what I've heard a couple of different stories about Jack, that he was so evil that like he died. Yeah. And of course he didn't make it into heaven or no, he, or what it was is the, uh, the, here's the story I heard. The, the devil sent his sons to go collect <clears throat> Jack. Yeah. And, um, he was so evil in and of himself that like he, I forget, I forget the exact one. He did something to, to the devil's sons and they all ran back to hell, you know, whatever. And so when he died, of course he didn't make it into heaven. And then, so he's like going to hell. Well, when he's approaching the gates of hell, the devil's sons see him and they're like, no, don't let him, don't let him in. That's the guy we were telling you about, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the devil's like, you can't come to hell either. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? I can't get into heaven. And so they took a, uh, a coal from hell and put it in a jack-o'-lantern or a, a carved pumpkin and gave it to him and said, you just have to go roam the earth. And that's well, the whole... technically... It started out in Ireland, and it was it was, it was, it was a, turnip. a turnip. Yeah, I know it's like um, you, you used now, to carve turnips for Samhain. With that, there are plenty of stories of um, it didn't become the pumpkin until it came to the U.S. Yeah, I know. Well, they're bigger; they're easier to easier to well, carve. And, you know, and even then, it started out with smaller gourds. Right, and stuff. right. But the thing is that something that kind of spun out of that was once we had the industrial revolution and we got the steam engines you know with the trains and yeah. stuff there was always a legend of several places around where uh, 
uh, a conductor, you know, um, you know, a train wrecked or something like that, and yeah. you, you know, whatever, and you see like a lantern walking up the, and down the truck well, for its head or, or any the, number of, of you things. You get the lantern yeah. man. Right. And you which get is those. the guy that would walk the train while right, the train was right. moving to and, check um, everything. The, and there's plenty of, there. there's some explanation of, of those as well as there's some of them that just cannot be explained at yeah. all, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's another one that's a very, very prevalent around the u.s yeah. there's many places where this story gets told you know of, of the ghost lantern men right so anyway and now that i think we've probably reached the end of it uh, of where we are but the thing is is we really enjoyed these types of stories oh, yeah. i love when i was a kid man i used to buy the books of, of stories like oh, this yeah. and, and read them like and not just at halloween i would every time we'd have one of those scholastic you know like the the oh, reader the, the book school yeah, the i book would fairs. i would wind up buying books about this type of stuff and reading it because i love this time of year ghost love this time of year yeah you know ghost stories frankenstein yeah. all, all of those books. I, and i have i've read frankenstein yeah. i've read dracula i've read the invisible man you know all that stuff and yeah. you know and then of course you get stephen king when you're a little older and you know a few other things here and there but i always come back to a lot of this folklore because it's very interesting to see where a lot of it came from well even as a kid the librarians hated me mm-hmm. because i was already an advanced reader but two, I was always going in there, where are your ghost stories? And they'd take right. me over to the fiction. I'm like, no, I want the real stuff. And <laughs> yeah. they'd have to take me over to the section that had like the ghosts, the right, UFOs, right, right. the cryptics. Right. And, well, know. that was, you know, Time Life Books. Yeah, the Mysteries of the yeah. Unknown, the, that whole series, yeah. you know. And I've looked several times. I, I found, I've found volumes of that over the years, but I've never found a complete. You know, I probably yeah. could have put together a complete set of them. You know, used bookstores or, or whatever. Um, uh, sometimes it, um, um, like Goodwill, you find volumes of yeah. them, that kind of stuff. Of course, those have become a little more harder to find. Harder to find now because uh, people our age yeah. remember those those you know, and, and read the up. books. Yeah. You know, those commercials and stuff. And so, it, but I do remember that our school library. Had them, had them. Oh. which is really funny considering I went to a, a private Christian school. I would have killed we, for well, that. We had we had a pretty decent library though, but those were all there. And I remember yeah. going in there in the library and going right straight to those and reading the different stuff. You know, there was one about you know ghosts. There was one about dragons. There was one about you know um, UFOs. There was one. There's a whole bunch of different yeah. you know that were all in this one thing. Well, like I was in fifth grade and we had to do a book report and we all went down the library to get and I picked out. Um, Death is a Lonely Business by um, Ray Bradbury. Mm-hmm. And Bradbury is always a good one to go with. Well, we're talking fifth grade here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's and a- the librarian was like, uh, no, that's not for you. And I was like, yeah, I can read this. And, mm-hmm. like, and she made me read the first chapter out loud and oh, explain wow. the first chapter to mm-hmm. prove that I was, you know, advanced enough to read it. And in my, she evidently called my mother, and my mother's like, "Oh no, he walks around the house with the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. reading mm-hmm. it around the house." I remember getting a reading Poe like, yeah. when I was a, a young teenager, like really getting into that stuff. Now, mom said, tells the story that I would never sit in a room by myself and oh, read no. Edgar no, Allan no, Poe, no, no, no. but as long as there was somebody in the room with right. me, I was reading right, Edgar right, Allan right. Poe. Oh, absolutely! And that was the same thing. I would sit there and read those books at night before I went to bed, and then I would lay in bed for half an hour. Like, <laughs> Eyes wide open, like surveying the entire room, like you know, it's just type stuff. But oh no, I'd fall asleep at the drop of a hat. But then I would have nightmares all night. (laughs) I've always had trouble sleeping, even when I was little, like that. Yeah. So it was one of those things, and of course, you know, lights go out, and your imagination goes wild. Well, and yeah, in Kentucky, the way the curtains pulled over the top of the window, Mm -hmm. you know, they would pull them across each other. So right. 
the way the light shined through the window, it looked like a witch's hat. And so I was always freaked out that there was a witch looking in <laughs> yeah, my window. I know, I know. It's funny because I know we're getting off topic here, but like when I was growing up, there was um, there were there, not real thick, but there were woods behind my house. Yeah. You know, they built a subdivision back in there twenty-ish years ago, and all of it's gone. You know, and kind of stuff. But there was a pretty decent size window. I'm, I'm talking about like I was like five or six years old. Sure, there were some older kids that lived down the street. Yeah, um, that were probably 11 or 12, you know, somewhere in there, that had me convinced that Bigfoot lived in those woods behind my house. Well, I mean, it's Tennessee. There's well, a possibility. But, <laughs> yeah, but even then, this was still really urban, okay? It was oh, like, I know. But it was still one of those things that at my that young age, yeah. I was convinced that Bigfoot lived in those woods. So. Bigfoot. <laughs> and that was another thing. I got really into yeah. Bigfoot and all that kind of, you know, Sasquatch. Eventually, I learned, you know, it's more than just Bigfoot's just a nickname for, you know, but and yeah, that kind of stuff. Sasquatch. Yeah. There's also the skunk ape, yeah, which is more up towards all the northern you know, you Kentucky the, and Pennsylvania. Well, the skunk ape is in Florida. Is that Florida? It's in Florida. You have Momo, which is in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, you have the, um, of course, now I can't think of it. Of course, you have the, the, the was it the um, uh, the Wolf of Bray? Um, oh, God, there's a werewolf in Wisconsin. Oh, I hadn't uh, heard of that. Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of that. So, it's, oh, you, you get further out west, you start talking about the Wendigos. Uh, that's more up north. That's Canadian. It's, well, uh, they've got it in like Washington, Oregon. It's, it's usually native. Those, it's usually yeah, native. I think we talked about this before one time. But it, 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 it really is a lot of the tribes that were up north yeah. and into Canada. You know, they talk about the Wendigo, and the Wendigo was more of a spirit than. Well, no, it had, Wendigo was more man goes crazy, man eats, right, starts eating men flesh. And have you ever seen um, um, oh, what's the name of that movie? Ravenous. No. Okay. It's an interesting movie. It came out in the late '90s, okay. like '98, '99, somewhere around in there. Um, I'm trying. To, I can't remember who all's in it. The only, the only Is person. Christian Bale in that. Mm, I feel I like I don't know. I feel like I remember seeing Christian Bale in the previews. Maybe, maybe this was Christian Bale before he was Christian Bale. You know, um, it does have David Arquette in a small role, um, but it it. it Ravenous, 99. Guy Pierce. Uh, Guy Pierce, David Arquette, Jeffrey Jones. I don't know. It's loosely based on um, the, the Donner Party. You know, loosely based on the Donner Party. And the whole thing is that uh, Guy Pierce was the only one that survived a, uh, a uh, an Indian massacre. And it was, he was basically buried underneath a pile of dead soldiers, and he pretended to be dead. And to survive being buried under there, he wound up eating flesh of the other soldiers, you know, mm. until he got out. And it was one of those things that he gets back, and he's he's kind of heralded as a hero because he survived. He survived, but the higher-ups know that he wasn't really a hero. You know, he was a coward. And so they send him, like, further out west to, like, this really remote, Outpost, yeah, and that is the whole thing where the Wendigo comes in, where there is another, there is another officer who is actively eating, cannibalizing, the, cannibalizing the other other people to gain strength and and you know kind of stuff. Yeah, and okay. I'll tell you this much: I remember watching the movie and being like, eh, "It's okay." The soundtrack is 
freaking phenomenal. Really? And it's a lot of banjo music. It's very, min- oh, it's no. very, no, no, no. It's very minimalist. Yeah. Like very minimalist and stuff. But the, I mean, that was one of those things. I remember walking away going, man, this soundtrack is great. And there actually is a soundtrack. It's just the score to it, you know? Huh. And uh, yeah, out. but the movie might be worth a revisit. I have not seen it in 20 plus years, yeah. you know? Um, I the only reason that I saw it, to be honest, is because I had sneak preview passes. And I was like, okay, oh, sure, go nice. see this. And then yeah. it was kind of one of those like, eh, I probably could have spent that hour and a half somewhere else. But uh, David Arquette does get killed, so there's that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Oh no! Uh, but I, other people have kind of come around on it after time. Like, hey, this is something that most people didn't see. Yeah, you know? but it definitely deals with the Wendigo. Yeah. Than, you know, so uh, definitely something to check out. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for. Uh, listening to us for the last hour-ish about hey, all the stuff. Send us an email or hit us up on Facebook and let us know about the urban legends Absolutely. that you remember hearing. You can find us anywhere on social media where we're, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Parlor, um, all uh, the social all, media stuff. Face, you know, all the Twitter. I almost forgot Twitter. Uh, and, and this, at and at this, Project Gen X Pod. You can find us all there. You, yeah. can, you can email us, projectgenxpod at gmail.com. Go check out caffeineandsleepingpills.com because they're, they're there is new stuff. By the time this this episode hits, there's going to be new stuff yeah. that's on there. Um, I'm working on getting Dave to write some stuff. So. I'm, I'm not a writer, man. So, I have to well, figure we'll out figure something. it out. Yeah. Something. Um, hey, and this stuff is a. It's a lot more fun when you guys interact with Absolutely. us. If you would send Absolutely. us messages, you know, hit us up on yeah. Facebook. Send tell us, hey, tell us something you might want to hear because yeah. we're always up for, hey, if you guys want to hear it, we'll talk about it. But, you know, sometimes it's fun even if we don't know about it to go and do the research yeah. and, and learn something new. Or might find a new movie you or never some know. new music. So, uh, so come on, guys, please yeah. interact with us. We want Absolutely. to talk to you. We want to be a community That's here. what we are. And, hey, also, thanks. For, uh, uh, share. Share this with your friends. We, yes, we've please. actually seen an uptick in listeners here recently, which has been nice because we thank were you really, guys. We were really, really down during the summer, and then all of a sudden we had this huge uptick in listeners. For those of you and, who have been plugging the show, we really appreciate right, it. We love all right. of y'all. If you could just keep doing it, right? And hey, one other thing you could do for us is what whatever whether it's you know Apple Podcasts or it's spot or it's Spotify or it's um, we're not on Spotify. Or we're, not on Spotify. we're not doing Spotify because their terms of service. Uh, yeah, are their predatory. terms of service is very yeah. What or you know whether it's a Podbean or it's um, Podcast Addict or whatever it is that you listen to us on. Go and rate us. Go please. and give us rating and give us and leave a review because that helps us out tremendously. Like you wouldn't yeah. believe. I mean that because it's one of those things that keeps us up in the rankings. The and review keeps, really the re- helps. Yeah, and it will really especially in Apple podcast especially in that Apple is one podcast. of the things that that is basically a currency on there is is your reviews and and, and ratings hey i'd and love so, i'd love to be picked a podcast of the week it's yeah exactly that or something awesome. that would be awesome not that we're we're begging for it i'm just begging. saying no, no i'm begging <laughs> i'm begging i have no shame or pride no shame, so. yeah i'm begging but no please. that really like i said it, it it doesn't cost you hardly any time and it helps us tremendously yeah so we appreciate it guys thank you so much i'm alan smith and i'm big Dave, and we will see you next time see yeah.